You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio. Your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are very welcome. I am Ahanu and this is my lovely Angel Rose. And with us today is our lovely Penny Kelly. As always, we have been looking forward for ages and ages. We're speaking with Penny Kelly. And today we're going to speak about evolution and particularly spiritual evolution. Angel Rose wants to qualify that. So tell us why you chose to speak about evolution. Well, you know, it came up because we're the calendar's switching, right? We're into 2023 now. The energies are obviously shifting. Um, and I can feel them being in Sedona. You know, I can feel them day to day just being here. So I have questions about this area too, as we move along. But in terms of the cycle, we're in the process of the purification we're in as a planet, the personal evolution we have, the purification we have to do personally. I would like to know, Penny, if you have any sense of where we are in this process or what's required of us at this particular moment. Yeah, I do, but I don't know that you want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I do. That's yeah. why I'm that's why we're talking to you. I we, do want to hear it. We can yeah. trust you to to set Tell us, us straight. Tell us the truth, Penny. <laughs> um we're we're at we're at the beginning. Um, so you, what I think is really important is that the population of the planet, not of the U.S. or France or Germany or Russia or whatever, the population of the planet has to learn to step back and look at the planet as a whole. And I made, I actually made some notes that I thought um, I would share some of these and then we can talk about them. Okay, sure. Um, so I didn't start at the beginning. <laughs> I, um, I'm, I'm going to start with number 11. And it's uh, that we really have to begin to see our people and our planet as one singular group without getting caught in globalization, which now has a defined meaning. The globalists were trying to take over. Right. They were trying to make one planet of one world, the the, the great reset. Yes. That is going to be right there in front and center in a lot of people's minds once this has all settled down a little bit. And they aren't going to want any part of that. And that's a huge issue for those who are trying to pull the planet together without losing the diversity and the uniqueness of each culture and each region um, and each individual. That's so interesting. We're yeah. right because at the beginning. You're, you're right to put your finger on that because many people, when they think of uh, becoming one or being unified right. spiritually, they think it means everybody is the same. I know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, we're not the same and that, that bothers me when people say, you know, well, I'm you and you're me. I'm like, the hell you are. I am me and right. you are you. And I don't know if I want any part of you. <laughs> Not to be snippy or anything, right. but just this, um, the uniqueness of our situation is such that this, this particular planet um, 
is, I'm going to use the term layered, is layered with different dimensional reality systems, reality zones. Mm -hmm. The 3D zone that we're in is pretty heavy. <laughs> you know, um, it's down at the bottom, not quite at the bottom, but it's a zone in which there's a lot of uh, learning that goes on a lot of defining of who and what you are. And some of that is from the material that you're made of. But right. as you move up, you will have to retain that awareness of the material without hanging on to the material. So you move into fourth D and now you're still a material being, but you have a fourth dimensional consciousness, which is a whole different Right. way of approaching reality and then fifth and then sixth and um and there's lots of dimensions about that yes. um but that's that need to differentiate to the term is, um has been discernment we haven't been able to discern the difference between um oneness as the fact that we're all made of the same stuff which is source material and we're all the same individual we're not it's yeah. not one size fits all yeah. humanity. Right. So are you saying that we need to maintain some degree of idea of separation only in terms of being individualized spirits? But the unity is that we all deserve the same everything. Or we yes. or we need to see each other as as equal in terms of, you know how we all live, how we all cooperate, how we all share. Uh, I know. wouldn't even use the word equal because that means same. Yeah, I, I, yeah I know what you're saying. But I think I know what you're saying. Mm, okay. Yeah. You know, we are all, here's the thing, when you become a three-dimensional creature, whether you're a plant, an animal, a rock, a human, um, something else, there's this... Um, there's this experiential addition that gets made to your frequency zone, to what your consciousness can contemplate and communicate with. Right. And the communication is the key piece. The expansion of consciousness is really just the ability to communicate with everything until you expand out to become source again. And yeah. now you're just holding that bliss, but you're not an individual. You're just part of that source. Right. Yeah, right. I remember Maharishi Mahesh Yogi many years ago saying that it was very important to keep a foot in each camp and yep. particularly a foot in the spirit world and a foot in the material world. Right. And what he was meaning was that you don't you don't deny one or the other like you the right. Course of miracles even says you know you don't deny the body and neither do you deny spirit so when you talk about unity then you're talking about the real recognizing realizing that we are all one in terms of a spirit a consciousness and awareness but we are individuals in terms of the physical body aspect well okay. even our consciousness because Consciousness is relative to each person in right. terms of how aware you are at any given moment or how connected you are. So that part, we're not all the same consciousness, for right. sure. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We all have consciousness, but right. yeah. we 
the way that that is structured is vastly different from individual to individual. Right. And even within the multidimensional aspect of the self, you know, we have constructed different versions of ourselves for different, um, I call it applications, yeah. uh, to deal with your mother and your father, another one to deal with your boss, another to deal with your spouse, another with your kids or a teacher or a boss, what, whatever. Yes. All of those versions, we move between and among them just as smooth yeah. as glass. Unless uh, one of them is um, too traumatic and we shut that one out, in which case we split. Mm. And then you have multiple personality disorder. Um, and so the, the consciousness is this amazing, amazing thing. Mm. Um, but it, to go back to the thing about unity, that... Um, there's a greater unity. This is something that I learned from my people and I'm still processing this. There's a greater unity that has that, um, how do I say this? We're all made of the same stuff. So that's one level of unity. But when we talk about unity as a civilization, now they're, what they have said again and again is there's unity of purpose. Um, what are you guys creating? What do you want? How do you want to live? Mm -hmm. um, do you want to stay in the ghetto <laughs> forever? Mm -hmm. In the third dimension is kind of like the ghetto of reality. Um, I did have I, that thought the other day, although I didn't use the word ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> we're down in the trenches. So. I thought, what were we thinking? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. So there's um, there's uh, a purpose. And you can't get to that purpose unless and until you are able to step back and see the planet as a whole system without getting caught in globalism. Right. So the globalists had a one world agenda. They had their purpose. They've been trying to implement that for all they're worth. And I don't think we want it and we're not having it and they're going to lose. So that's one example are we going to learn from that and do a better job of deciding what our purpose is um so that's a, a that's a big deal mm -hmm. right now you know it just it just occurred to me that i was talking to source about this in one of my books and source said we had misunderstood the word one that what it what it meant was that we are in relationship with not that we're all the same you know right and That's i right. thought so even when you think about purpose it's like you're in relationship with every creature on this earth so collectively what are you all going to do with that you know yeah how are you going to structure that right yeah, how, yeah. how are we going to structure that yeah. yeah well you had started off with a list and you had mentioned number 11 what what else oh. is on that list <laughs> okay um <laughs> So number 11, you know, uh, that we get, that we develop the fine discernment. That was the mm -hmm. conclusion of that. Number 12, that we had to learn to hold the paradox of life that sees ourselves as both one and as incredibly diverse, which I kind of already mentioned. You did. Right. Yeah. Um, number 13, that we recognize diversity as perhaps the most powerful key to survival as physical beings in this form. 
So when you get one human mm -hmm. and you stamp out 8 billion of the same human and one virus comes along that wipes out that particular form, you're screwed. Mm -hmm. You don't have a humanity. You don't have a civilization anymore. So um, the thing that, that we really have to support and promote is diversity, knowing that um, diversity in terms of the ability to respond to a bacteria or to a whatever um, is really a key thing and that you can't um, you can't mess with that and right now somebody is messing with that which yes. is really tragic yeah. um, so yeah. that was number 30. Well, that diversity is very important because to me, that also brings in creativity, like not one artist will create the same painting as the next or not one will build a house the same as the next or not one will create anything the same as the next. So that diversity has to do with survival as well as evolution, which I think is a, a really important point you're making. It is. And I think diversity has been co-opted to um, you know, to deal with things like Black Lives Matter and um, Antifa right. and, you know, Chinese versus Russian versus uh, yes. African versus whatever. That has nothing to do with it. Right. Um, that takes us to the next one. Uh, number 14 was that the key to existence is consciousness. If you cannot recognize yourself as a unique and distinct region of mind that is using that mind as a form of consciousness, that then you cannot continue to exist because every um, individual is responsible for nurturing that region to get it to evolve. And it evolves through various stages and those stages of development are really very important in terms of moving us to the full potential that the third dimension offers and then allows us to step into fourth and then fifth and then sixth, et cetera. Well, I'd like to expand on that a little bit because that does seem to have a lot to do with, you know, when people call me for a reading, for example, and their question is, you know, what am I doing here? Oh. You know, like they don't know what their purpose is. They don't know what they're, what, what am I here for? Right. Right. Yeah. And I think everybody has a sense that they're su supposed to be contributing to the whole in some way, but they're, they're not sure how to, like, how do you marry your contribution to the whole with yourself as an evolving being? Okay. You That's know, right. cause to me, they're, Yes, they're, they're like each other, but they're not, you know, mm -hmm. like your personal relationship with consciousness and your expansion of awareness um, yeah. is different than what you may have, your mission, what your mission might be when you're here. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, that I, is so people, important. Yeah. People confuse that, I think, and say, well, I'm not doing my mission. And they call them, I know what is their mission? But the other side of that is, well, where are you personally in yourself with your own awareness and with your own yep. healing, for example, and your own evolution? Mm. Yep. Speaking of confusion, Penny, we did a workshop, oh, must be 10 years ago in Ireland, and we called it, Who Am I and Why Am I Here? And it was yep. the single most attended 
workshop that we ever did. And I think the reason is because it was, it tapped into like a confusion that is out in the world with people because, and, and perhaps it's part of the evolution that you're talking about, because I understand that as we evolve into these different dimensions, our, our purpose becomes clearer and clearer and clearer. That's right. Well, yeah. you know, I had a, a gal call the other day and she, her question really was, well, I'm feeling all these energies and I'm overloaded, but I don't know, how, I don't know what to do with them. I don't know what they mean. I don't know what they're for. Mm -hmm. and, and so, but the whole thing really ended up being a conversation about herself personally and where she was personally, not right. collectively. Okay. But the other little thing I want to interject in here in our conversation is that there's this, there's this planetary aspect of it, which I'm not clear on. And that is like, we're in Sedona, we're surrounded by all these magnificent vortexes and rocks, and you can feel them. That when you drive down the road and you, you pass by them, I mean, to me, they're temples and they're an old kingdom, right? And so we've met somebody who's, who's written books along that line, but I don't know if I completely agree or can take on board what he's actually saying, but yet I do feel these rocks have something to say to me and the ancient aspect of them is coming forth, but I don't know why it's important. Like, why is it important that we remember who was here, what these were in this, in this particular time period in our evolution? You got an answer for that for me? <laughs> uh, um, uh, wow. Okay. So everything that has material form does have consciousness. Mm -hmm. Different eras or uh, periods of time in the ancient past uh, the the forms had different sorts of interactions with the people and the people were shaped differently they looked different um, each form of civilization comes on board and has about twelve thousand years to get their bricks in a pile <laughs> and then you run into haven't heard that expression before. You what was that? Usually, usually ducks in a row, but I, I haven't heard bricks in a pile. Oh, that's a farmer <laughs> term. So, um, so if you don't, as a civilization, wake up, come to understand your relationship with the world of Mother Nature, who has all of her relationships and her cycles of consciousness and her schedules of renewal, then you can get wiped off the map. Right. And some civilizations have been wiped off. Mm -hmm. And um, and depending on, I'll probably say something controversial here, uh, depending on how much the people that are watching us are are seeing that we're making progress um they will intervene or not to come in and pick up samples of the eggs and sperm and and parts of people so that they can do cloning in case we get wiped off if it looks like we're not making the right or enough progress does that make sense interesting it does yeah. Yeah. and and i think you know part of the history of this particular area is that it was part of Lemuria, 
that had been submerged under the ocean twice in its history. And that, that's a physical yeah. scientific fact. Okay, but when I look at these rocks, I mean, to me, and I feel the same way about certain places in the Grand Canyon, that they're temples. And, and I'm like, so who had, a, who had a temple and why? Okay, and why is that important to me in 2023? You know what I mean? Like that I resurrect this mm -hmm. in my consciousness, for example. Okay. Well, is it is it important to you? Well, it feels like it is. It feels like, I, I don't know. I, we feel like we've been led here, brought here for a reason. Yeah. And um, what I think- And I that think... Gnaw, it gnaws at me in my stomach. You know, when I go yeah. by them and I, I, I just think, I know them as an old temple and an old kingdom. And I say the same thing in the Grand Canyon. This was a kingdom. Mm. But That's true. And unless it's part of me that I, I'm trying to remember that I can't exactly remember. If you You're know reminding I mean. me of a time when we were on the hill of Tara in Ireland. And it's a very famous hill. And I'm sure you've heard of Tara from Gone with the Wind. It's not oh, yeah. the same place, <laughs> but you'll know the name. But I while we were there, Angel Rose, um, through her uh, third eye, she was able to see battles and stuff that had gone on thousands of years ago yeah. and why i'm bringing that up now is because perhaps the reason we're here or anybody is where they are could be to reconcile old stuff and heal old stuff because my understanding about when you talk about going into the fifth world and the sixth world and all of that my understanding is that you can't bring that crap with you You've, you can't, you're right. Yeah. So maybe part of this evolution that we're talking about could be bringing up this stuff for forgiveness and healing and then uh, moving on. Uh, could that be the right? Well, the other aspect is right. this particular gentleman we spoke with, he believes that the Pleiadians, Pleiadians were here and they were an integral part of this area and that they're coming back. And part of me says, why the hell would you want to come back? What's wrong with you? you know? <laughs> so, so I can't, why would we want, why would we want space brothers and sisters from the ancient past to come back? I'm, I'm not kind of clear on all of that, you know? Oh, let me share something. Um, <laughs> when, a, when a population gets seeded in a location on a planet mm -hmm. and it grows and develops and, um, comes to industrial, the industrial stage, and then moves past that to the digital electronic stage. Yeah. Um, then, uh, then it usually hits the wall. <laughs> and so, and the test becomes, are you going to go beyond that? Right. So the, so the attitude that my people have shared with me, I thought was really cute actually was like we seed you guys we watch over you we try to keep you on the path you know we're interested it's very similar to when a young woman in a family gets pregnant and all of the women in the family are kind of watching how's that going you know yeah. and when that baby is born it's brought into the the family it's given a name it's given you know it has an identity and uh, and it begins to interact. The same principle is happening with the people who seeded us, and they watch to see if their babies are going to grow up or destroy themselves. Right. And so they're watching right now 
Um, and to go back to your comment about the, I think it was a woman who was saying, you know, who am I? What's my purpose? What's, is it personal or collective? The, the task, hands down, without any argument, first is personal. Mm -hmm. First, you clean up, you organize, you evolve your personal self, and that is your contribution mm -hmm. to the collective. Right. For some people, then it goes on to become something somewhat of a, a leader or a guide or a healer in the collective, um, and that's the contribution. But there have been um, many people, I've done lots of readings over 43 years, mm -hmm. and the, and the thing that is so amazing is that some people, and this is not mine, like, wow, that's not fair. But some people are just here to hold the energy, hold the space, right. just become human. It's my petty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't think that's true, Angela. I think you're here to influence and teach and all that stuff. So <laughs> quit trying to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go take a nap now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know the feeling. Oh my gosh, especially after last night. But I think that personal versus collective thing is first get get in relationship with yourself. Right. Who yeah. are you? You know, do what you want. In other words, follow your heart. Yes. Without destroying yourself and everything around you. Right. Um, and if you've built a structure that now needs remodeling, for let's say, <clears throat> because you want to go in a new direction, then you have to go about that kind of carefully. Otherwise, there's a lot of destruction involved in the remodeling. Right. So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. So another question I have too is it's just been happening to me lately where I feel that I'm in multi-dimensional spaces. Oh right, yeah. Right here on Earth, that seems to have increased. Whereas some days I'll wake up and I'm like. Where am I? You know, it, it's yeah. like I'm not exactly in the 3D perception that I had yesterday. I <laughs> okay, it just feels like it's be all becoming, you know, kind of all, yeah. you know what I mean, jumbled all together. Much together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I feel like it, that's when you develop that fluidity. Would mm. you say, sorry, I didn't hear you. That's what happens when you develop that fluidity to move between the dimensions. Yeah, mm. it kind of all gets mushed together. Right. Um, and when you move from one, you know, there be times when I'm brushing my teeth and I'm somewhere else and I know it and I'm watching both places and yeah. thinking, "Wow, oh, look at that!" Yeah. Right. Yeah. Could that be a marker or a way of recognizing conscious evolution? Yes. Yes. But also, Penny, is there an element in that, like in your example, where you're brushing your teeth and you're aware that you're in a few different realities, is that yeah. also a consciousness space where you could be making choices and decisions about yourself in those particular dimensions? Um, yeah, usually there's a piece of some sort of information or perspective yeah. that is useful or applies to both. And if you can recognize that, then you can use that to kind of grow a little bit. Oh, right. all of the different dimensional selves and different realities are connected and there are bridges. Um, I call them hybrid spaces. I used to call them hybrid spaces when I was working with Dr. Levengood. Mm -hmm. um, but you can slide into those 
other reality zones and either have an experience or a momentary perception or you know spend what feels like a lifetime sometimes mm -hmm. right. and then back and just recently i and i should have saved it um maybe two or three days ago i saw an article somebody had written that was talking about people who had lost something like a precious earring or a diamond diamond ring or something else something they got from their father 30 years ago and suddenly they moved across the country and this one example that was given was this woman who had this precious earring that she lost and she kept the other one she didn't throw it away she just kept the other one and i don't know 30 years later, she's moved from the lower 48 up to Alaska. She gets out of her car in a parking lot. And there's the the missing earring laying on the ground. Oh, materialization, right? instant materialization. Oh, wow. It's more than that. It's materialization. Why? Because she stepped into another dimension in which the earring is there or is, is connected to her. It's following her. It loves her wants to be with its pair and there it is um and so you you end up you do materialize it um but you're typically in a slightly different dimension with a slightly different set of possibilities and yeah. once you have been in two or three dimensions at once and you're looking at the differences between them and going, oh, look at this one has this and that's this one has this, but not that. Mm -hmm. And this one has these, but not those. Um, it's amazing how, I mean, the reality that we're in is much more complex than we think. Right. And I don't often talk about that because it just confuses people. Yeah. Um, but it's let me ask you a question. Oh, finish saying it. it relates to this, but I want to try and connect what's going on um environmentally right now especially in the united oh, states yeah. you know with storms and floods and all the rest of, and in some ways you, it has happened before uh, relatively recently obviously clearly in the distant past but it seems to be coming more more consistent now and um crazier and, uh, crazier yeah and i want to ask this with our evolution hat on you know we're so how do we I, understand these uh, climate changes that we're witnessing in terms of our conscious evolution oh that's such a good question oh my gosh um <laughs> so i'll start by saying that i'll say something discouraging then i'll say something encouraging okay <laughs> okay so that's the discouraging <laughs> piece is that when i've been following the micronova theme for yes. a long time now looking for signs that it's not going to happen. And the exact opposite is occurring. All of the signs that you would expect to see in the buildup to a micronova are proceeding right in lockstep, one after the next. We are headed right into it, okay? One of the things I have learned is that there are many different degrees and types of micronova and there's some of them are drastic and they're really awful and some of them are uh, just cloud the sun for a couple of years 
-hmm. makes for difficult growing of crops and things like that. And people don't get as much vitamin D. So there's a lot of death, um, things like that. But there isn't just a supernova or a micronova. There's, uh, a, I'm going to say, 10 different versions of micronova, each one at a different strength. Right. That it was such good news for me. <laughs> so like, okay, now, yes, we're at the 12,000 year mark. And that's usually when they have the big one. Mm. Um, however, now let's go to the encouraging side of things. <laughs> so we have to take up our relationship, consciousness to consciousness with wind and rain and sun, sun is fire and earth, et cetera, et cetera. We have to. So let me give you an example. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, we had a big blizzard here right before Christmas. Mm -hmm. I could, you know, I saw the weather maps. I heard all the predictions, um, et cetera, et cetera. And so immediately my thought was, oh my God, I really don't want that. So I got on the horn, so to speak, with the wind and the snow, which is water, and the sun and, you know, the earth and jet streams and all that kind of stuff and, and was saying, look, um, could you just push this way north where it belongs? You know, those people up there have blizzards all the time. Don't go down and, and ruin all the crops in Texas. Don't go to Florida and ruin the crops in Florida. Don't wreck the people's um, greenhouses in Tennessee and, and Missouri and, and, you know, all those yeah. places. Just, you know, so that we had a number of conversations and um, and the, the quote unquote blizzard was mostly a windstorm here. There was almost no snow hmm. and, um, and and then it lasted a, a day or two and then it melted and oh. was gone. And my daughter across the state in Detroit area um, said, oh my God, you know, she has a landscaping company. And um, she said, I really want, um, I really need to be prepared for this snow. And I said, why don't you ask the snow to, um, you know, to go further north? Not that I was wanting to pile it onto the people in Saginaw or Mackinac or whatever, yeah. just way north where the snow is of that sort is normal. Um, and they're prepared, more prepared for that. Yeah. And uh, she wrote two days later and said, Mom, it worked. And, wow. and um, we had, and then we had a warm up and, um, and we've, you know, we've continued to have that warm up. And I think we just don't realize that when the, um, actually it was the Christians who came along and forbade, it was a forbidden act to communicate with the sun, to look at the stars, hmm. to communicate with the wind, or they they called all of that witchcraft. Right. And you, know, you could be strung up or burned for doing yeah. that kind of thing. But the old people at that time said, OMG, and, and I think we talked about this once before, um, yeah. the world will not work right if yeah. we do not maintain our relationship, right. and it hasn't. Yes, yeah. it, good point. So here we have now this crazy weather, mm -hmm. um, the wind and the rain and the, 
the sun and the earth all have said to me multiple times, well, we need to know what you want. Yes. So there it's it is. interesting too, because, you know, my daughter lives up in Monterey at the moment, in California. Yeah. And there's all that news about all the rain along the coast. In fact, uh, her husband works in Big Sur and they had closed off the, the oh. coastal road, you know, because yep. of the worry about mudslides, right? Yeah. But when I called her the other day, I said, are you in all that rain? She goes, what rain? You know, she goes, <laughs> she goes, oh, we've got, a, it's raining, but it's nothing, you know, nothing big, okay. no, no big torrential downpour. And I thought, well, that's interesting that in her little isolated area, she's not experiencing that impact that other people are, or they're showing on TV. Mm. But I've talked yeah. to the sun at different <laughs> times too, not in the way you have, but little today too, because I told you we've been in gray clouds for two weeks, which is unusual <laughs> for us. And yeah. I said, you know, my daughter's coming in today to Phoenix and, you know, could you just have a sunny day? <laughs> you know, so, behold, so I woke sun. up today to sun shining brightly, you know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but that's, that's happened a lot in Ireland too, when we'd be traveling and doing particular work and the weather's nasty and we've talked to the elements and asked them yeah. if they could. Yeah just uh, clear the space for us and they have let me tell you a very quick story and it comes back to the hill of tara because we got married on the hill of tara in ireland oh, all right. oh, this is the like second time second time <laughs> like 15 years ago but what what was interesting about that penny was we're on the top of this hill and it was a beautiful day and we're about to do these it was an ancient atlantean ceremony i think we were doing yeah and uh Next thing, it started raining. This downpour came down and it was unusual and it was puzzling. Now, we, it didn't, we didn't run for it. We, we just carried on with our ceremony. And right. we had this code that we were, we were working with and we put the code on the ground and the rain and the moisture made it look as if it was three-dimensional. It started oh. to glow almost. It did. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and then we realized, hey, this rain is actually washing this sacred ceremony and this vows into the land. That's yeah. what it was doing. You know, now we, we could well, have, it was interesting because those particular vows did yeah. did incorporate the earth as well. Right. Oh, now wow. we could have looked at it as if, oh, let's get out of the rain. We're going to get wet, you know, and look at it purely from a 3D point of view. But when we realized what was happening, like esoterically. It, it was right. marvelous. And then as soon as the ceremony was finished, no rain. sun came out. Everything dried <laughs> up. Yeah, it was a most amazing thing. It was interesting. All it right. was amazing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, that's like the old Greeks who said, if it doesn't rain on your wedding day, you're going to have a rough marriage. Oh, right. there you go. Washes away the old lives of each and blends right. two together in a oh, whole way of coming together and they'll they get along. Interesting. Well, it's um, interesting that it was on the Hill of Terra, too, because I had asked Spirit, where should we get married? And oh. of all the places in Ireland, all the power spots, that was not the place I would have liked to get married. And the reason <laughs> was, was because on the Hill of Terra, every time there's a solstice, all the Druids come out, all these yeah. Christians come out, everybody goes to the Hill of Terra, and they do their rituals and their ceremonies. And Oh, first wow. time I visited the Hill of Tara, I thought this place is just full of junk, you know? Yep. So, but that's where they said Hill of Tara. And I'm like, for real? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so that's where we went. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, sorry, huh? But in terms of 
cycles of planetary cycles, like I know you mentioned the Micronova, but you know, kind of like as we evolve cyclically, where are we on the map? Do you have any kind of thing you could say? Um, we have this, the awakening, the expansion. How, I won't. It's called the awakening in the popular press, but it's really an expansion of consciousness to allow certain things to be understood, seen, integrated into the self. That's um, we have quite a ways to go. There's uh, the thing that I have seen about that though is it started in earnest about ten years ago. And it's, it continually speeds up and every year from 2021 onward becomes exponentially greater. Mm -hmm. That, I, I really like that. It's like, oh, yes. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> we should be able to have a whole different way of seeing and being in our world <clears throat> yeah. by 2030. So, oh, great. That'd be nice. and I think it'll be easier to talk about like some of the stuff you and I do or talk about and Gail and even you too, Ohanu, mm -hmm. um, without the, the people going, what are you talking about? Right. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can I just allow ourselves to take a quick little studio break here? Yep. Uh, we want to continue on when we come back speaking about number 15 on your list and the various other items on your list. <laughs> All right. Then, uh, let's take a quick little break and we'll be back in just a moment. back <laughs> welcome back welcome back i am anu and this is okay. rose and we're speaking with penny kelly on the subject of evolution and just before the break penny was telling us about the um, uh, micronova and the expansion of consciousness and how it leads to that growth of spiritual awareness but you were going to move on to some of the other points that you made about evolution yeah. okay so so we started with number 11 um, cause the earlier ones really aren't relevant here. Um, but the, they have to do with our relationship with ETs, the earlier ones, um, okay. these last ones really I do are. want to know about that though. <laughs> oh, okay. Another subject, another conversation. All right. Well, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> okay. So oh, now so what do I have? I, I think I have 18 all together. Well, let me just, can I just comment on that? Why it's important to me? Yeah. Because there's times when I'm just laying in my bed and I'm in some nights, I have a hard time sleeping lately as well. Yep. But then I feel like I'm being watched and sometimes it feels okay. And other times it does not feel okay. 
So I'm curious as to what kind of ETs are we talking about here, you know? And, um, you know, in different times of my life, the, they'll show up, you know, like they'll appear back into my, my frame of reference. Right. Um, and I've, I've denied them for a long time because I've never really wanted to get into it. But mm. I'm starting to now kind of say, okay, come on now. You know, and, and Ahanu's <laughs> of the opinion too. He's like, yeah, I'd love to see a UFO. And of course, this area is known for I would. Oh, yeah. sightings. Oh. And even this, this woman we talked to a few weeks ago, she runs a creative life center. And she says, hey, you know, when there's classes going on at night, I just look out the window and I, I watch the not the ships, but the lights play with each other back and forth. Very nice. They seem to like this area, hmm. but um, but I can definitely feel a presence here. Yeah. You know? And so, what's the deal, Penny? It's like, why well, are they bothering me? <laughs> okay. Well, they're watching people that have the capacity to be a bridge. That's the bottom line. Um, they're hoping. I I just had this conversation with some of my people. Um, and, and it was kind of a continuation of a question that I started a couple of years ago, which was sort of a why me kind of thing. Um, and, and little by little, I mean, there's a lot of denial that I have done. It's like, no, 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 we're not dealing with that same as you and Gail. <laughs> so, um, but the, the thing that's happening, the question that I was holding just recently um, was, okay, who all is involved in this effort to help us make this move toward a more expansive consciousness? I had seen three different groups or types of ETs, and then another one appeared um, that I was like, oh, that doesn't quite look human at all, <laughs> um, you know, and, and we just looked at each other. For was a it few Yoda? Uh, no, it wasn't. I would have probably just dismissed that if it had been. You know, it was a totally different kind of a face. Yeah, totally. yeah I was going to try and draw it, but um, the the groups that I know of, um, some of them will masquerade as mm. one another, and so you have to really go by feel. Um, and that feeling of that's true and that's not true, that's really, you have to develop that. That's one of the skills of the future mm -hmm. is um, matching your frequency. Well, we do it automatically, but we don't honor it. Um, you match your frequency to what it is you are investigating and something in your own self tells you that that's either true or not true. It's that to pick up is their deception if there's deception involved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the discernment that you started off speaking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are the groups that you're aware of? Uh, well, there's some small grays. There's two groups of small grays. Um, there's two groups of tall grays. There are gentrans, there are Nordics, and um, then there's this other group that I don't know where they're from. I, I'm going to try and draw their face. I, it, it, you could tell it was a, a being. I mean, it didn't look like an insect or a reptile or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, but didn't have a configuration that oh. I'm most familiar with. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so the um, so all there there's a few others that I know of 
but um, that I don't really deal with, but they're doing different stuff. Right. Each group uh, working together is um, has taken on a, t a different aspect of helping with our evolutionary step, put it that way. Okay. So I know my people and that's, um, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> so that I'm comfortable there. Um, right. When I get outside that box, it's like, who are you? <laughs> you know, that yeah, kind of yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so let me, um, let me say something that now almost contradicts something that I said earlier in terms of the evolution, um, but refers back to the layers that I talked about uh, earlier when we first started. Okay. Number 15, that as we move, we have to be aware that as we move toward higher frequency existence, we allow some groups to remain at the more basic 3D levels, yet ensure that all are taken care of and, and not using socialism or communism. <laughs> There's a different mindset of making sure that everybody has what they need and they don't call that socialism, they don't call it communism, um, they they don't really have a name for it, but that is absolutely a rule among the advanced societies. Everybody is taken care of where they are at. Right. Yeah. That so makes sense. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the reason for allowing some to stay at the lower levels, <laughs> I was like, well, why, you know, why are we all going? Mm -hmm. um, they said, because some are not ready, number one. And you still need to produce humans. And that was like, okay, mm. so when we move up, we are not going to produce humans. And they said, not the way that you have been, not the way that you do at 3D. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so number 16 was um, in terms of evolution, we had to develop the tools of higher physics including artificial intelligence and wearable reset technology. Wearable and, reset technology. Yeah, and do not allow any of the higher physics to fall into the wrong hands. And if, if it did, then we had to stop everything and retrieve those tools from the control of those beings. And so... That was like, oh, I, I think it's too late for that one. And they said, yeah, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. you need to stop and and deal with that. Interesting. Um, yeah. And I asked about the wearable reset technology and and it turned out to be something I already knew about just with a different name. Um, when you get into some of the higher, more advanced, more evolved races of people, they live a very long time. Mm. Um, their short end of the of the youth stick is 250 to 300 years. The long end is two, three thousand years. Gosh. And the wearable reset technology, they called it. Um, I called it clothing that renews you, that mm -hmm. doesn't allow degeneration. Um, they called it wearable reset technology because it continuously resets your frequency matrix to its original condition. So you do not appear to age. 
However, so I then asked, well, you know, well, why would you ever die or why would you ever leave then? And they said, because um, after you've been here for two or 3,000 years, you begin to uh, have a yearning to move on and move up. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. <laughs> so they leave on purpose. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that was number 16. Number 17 was that, um, and these were not in any particular order, that we learn compassion for life in all forms. That was absolutely like a baseline mm -hmm. yeah. for even beginning to move out of three-dimensional yeah. uh, thinking. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, and, the, and number 18 was uh, that enough of us recognize that our messy situation is offering a chance to step up another step on the evolutionary staircase and not go back to the way it used to be. Yeah, right. They were referring to a lot of people who just want things to settle down and go back to normal. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they said that cannot happen. Mm -hmm. um, you can keep some aspects of normal. Hmm. Um, you're kind of like a daily routine, but you have to re-educate yourself. That was a big thing that they emphasized. Um, you have to expand your willingness to learn new new things otherwise you can't move forward you have to be willing to learn new things and i said like what and they said well um like new technology new physics and i was immediately reminded of some woman who complained on one and the comments of one of my youtube you know that spiritual growth you're not telling me that now i have to learn new physics are you and and I was like, well, what can yeah. I say? Right. If you if you don't understand the basis of how consciousness works, mm -hmm. then it's very difficult to be comfortable in the world where consciousness is an integral and recognized part of the technology of both the equipment and the people. Yes. And that really has to. How does that work? You know, I teach that in my classes, but. When you have 8 billion people and you're teaching a class of 80 people, that's a drop in the bucket. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that whole idea of understanding how do things work and, and why, mm -hmm. that is um, like uh, the kind of understanding that we have now of E equals MC squared mm -hmm. um, with, you know, that's kind of at the base of mm -hmm of this particular level of reality. Yes, yes. No. Um, let's see. And then the last one was, yes, there will be mistakes with technology, but that is what consciousness is for, right. is to recognize, oops, that was a mistake. <laughs> that, move on. Yeah. Right. Don't give up. Don't, yeah. you know, freak out, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, those were the. Well, I have a different kind of a question in relation. Okay. And it's, I feel like I'm coming way back down into 3D with this question. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. Because that's where we're at. <laughs> but you know how there's there's been these crazy murders lately, right? Like these four girls in Utah, for example. Yeah, Idaho. Yeah. Idaho. Hmm. 
Was it Utah or Idaho? Idaho. I think it was Utah. Utah. Oh, I think it's maybe. Utah. And this yeah. other man who just drove himself and his family off the cliff in California. Oh. Oh, you didn't hear about that one? No, I didn't. I thought it was a car just going off the coast, you know, because there's no guardrails on that coastal road that goes up through California. Yeah, that's no. right. And the car just, this car went off the 250 feet down with um, the wife and two kids in the car. They all survived. And they all survived. Every single oh. one, which they said is miraculous. So then it comes out later that the father did that intentionally. He drove them off intentionally, right? So um, he's right. going to be arrested as soon as he was well. It's <laughs> a suspicion. <laughs> okay. But oh, I imagine the mother would have said something. Okay, but anyway, um, oh. you know, if you look at... The, I think what's bothering me about this is that my thought was, are we just all becoming possessed? You know, is is there some mm. demonic force out there really that is, you know, taking over people's consciousness and mind? Because that's what it sounds like when you hear some of these stories lately. It's like, what? I mean, they're just so bizarre and crazy. Yeah. So yeah. crazy. Yeah. that um, And there's a huge increase in suicides all over the world. A lot of it not reported. I just talk. saw that. Yeah. I just I was started the look see yesterday and was like, holy cow, there's a lot of suicide. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I do wonder. And you know, of course we can't talk about the V word on on anything, you know, but uh, yeah. uh in terms of things that are shifting people's consciousness, because I actually have heard from healers as well that when they're doing a healing on a V person, that they can't locate the connection between that person and their higher self anymore. So anyway, that's another whole horrible, we'd have to do it in code topic, okay? <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, but I, I am wondering, is there some sort of, with all of the earth changes, is there some sort of doorways opening that are bringing in these malevolent types of beings? Um, yes. Or do you not believe in that yourself, okay? It, well, I have a little different take on it, but essentially what you're saying is correct. So um, when you choose an alignment, there's only two choices. You either choose life or you choose death. You choose, you know, continuous personal growth and evolution, or you can, you do continuous destruction and disintegration. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing in between, not much. Um, so when you align with um, what I'll call those forces, so let's go back to physics for a moment because okay. it's a little easier for me to explain. Okay. Um, I had some drawings, but I don't have them handy. Um, so you have plasma vortices. We're made of plasma vortices, little tiny, little tiny spiraling vortices. And, and they're curved and they, if you look at them in, when you're looking outside and you just look up at the sky, sometimes you can see these little things blinking on and off. And it looks like they're little, uh, what are those things the Australian Aborigines used to throw? Boomerang. Boomerang. Hmm. They look like little tiny boomerangs with a, a spark of light at the end. That is a spiraling plasma that most people refer to as chi or ki or prana or, or, or. Right. So, um, and those are big compared to the ones that we're made of, but there are big plasma spirals that make planets and that run through the cosmos, et cetera. 
um, they're all up and down the scale. There's little tiny plasma spirals and there's great big ones. So when you get one, you know, a set of them and they're all conscious, plasma is consciousness, okay? So, and the type of frequency determines the, the frequency of the spiral determines the consciousness. So when you get a whole bunch of frequencies that come into, sometimes by accident, sometimes by somebody doing something deliberate, they come into relationship with one another, they build life. They build structures that become alive. Every structure gets built that comes alive, there is a counter to that going in the opposite direction, okay? We, because most of us were raised Christian, call that evil. Right. And all of the physics, all of the dynamics have been taken out of it. And it's been personified because it does have consciousness. So, so having said that, there are counter-rotating vortices that will, um, if you don't have enough uh, togetherness or strength of mind to maintain yourself, you can be over affected by the counter to yourself. And that will cause you to be worried, depressed, frustrated, feel attacked, feel like you want to commit suicide, or you want to leave, etc. Um, all of those, all the consciousness of the counter forces is what takes over instead of the, I'm going to build something and live forever, which is what is on the other side, the life side. Right. So um, when you watch that, when the little men in brown robes were actually showing me some of that, um, when you see that in motion, what you realize is that it's just a choice. Um, yes, we can personify the, the counter stuff and call it evil and make it bad, etc. Um, but it still comes down to it's just a choice. Right. Yeah. And, and people have been made to feel that the counter is um, evil and they then end up fearing that. Yeah. So yeah. Do I, does that make sense? No, it does make sense. Absolutely. It does, yes. but I do want to ask you about suicide in, in relation to evolution, the topic we're talking about. Yeah. Are there consequences of that or is it just a free will choice that anybody in the universe has? And they just continue on when they cross over at the state of mind that they're at. But okay, yeah, it's a free will choice. I will say this: this was a shock to me. Um, my my cousin, good cousin, he was the same age as me, committed suicide probably uh, forty years ago, thirty or forty years ago. Um, just was such a shock, and so I went to visit him on the other side, and then I also talked to some of my um, people and and said, yeah, why would anybody do that? And they said, every single human being commits suicide in at least one of their lifetimes to teach themselves, oops, that's not the way to go. Hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, that was really discouraging. And they went on to say that a lot of people do it unconsciously as well. Right. Because they make choices in yeah. which they refuse to acknowledge where those choices are leading. Yeah, yeah. And that's what has happened with the V. 
Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when you yeah. um, talk to your relative, you said mm. that committed suicide. What did he say about where he is right now and what's going on? Uh, you know? I haven't talked to him for a long time, but back then he was angry. He was so angry. He scared me. Mm. And I, I you know, angry after- that he did it or angry, angry that he did it or angry that he. He wasn't angry that he did it. He was what he was caught in was this tremendous destructive anger. And that's why he did it. Gotcha. And that, um, I mean, he just, I, I can't even talk about it or I'll cry. Well, okay. um, well, can I say- he was something, he was young. He had everything going for him. He was a fabulous musician yeah. and a psychologist. Yeah. And yeah. boom. Yeah. yeah. And I just say something here because it's very likely that, I mean, suicide is, is such a common occurrence, more and more so, as we know, as time goes on. But that yeah. it's very likely that somebody watching this or listening to this will have somebody that they know somewhere close to them that may yeah. have taken their own lives. So what I want to say is that anytime Angel Rose has gone into the Akashic Records, on behalf of the family who she's been asked like to check on them and yep. where they are and so on. The one thing yep. I always hear her saying, and you comment on this, Angel Rose, is that there's no judgment in source. God right. doesn't judge. So in that way, like when I hear her saying that, I find that a huge relief for families, yeah. uh, you know, and victims and so on, because um, I think it could be very easy like you pointed out when you talked about consciousness, it could be very easy to fall into that kind of negative spiral that we call evil, as you say, and yeah. keep and stay in there and keep going down, including the judgments we make around suicide. Yes. So what I what I'd like to do is to take your advice about what we talked about in terms of evolution, and that is to realize that the key to existence and growth and awareness and all consciousness is to be aware that this is an absolutely wonderful, amazing intelligence that we're part of and that there's no judgment around it at all. Yeah. No, there's no judgment. That is, you know, that's one of the things that I think um, was a big shock for me also. Um, Those people who did commit suicide um what their big shock was was realizing what they could have accomplished if they hadn't committed suicide yes gotcha Um, the second biggest shock was um nobody was condemning them and what they realized was all of that condemnation Mm -hmm. was really part of the judgment that comes out of the christian religion Right. Um, which uh, had a pretty rough start yeah. here when it started. Yeah. Um, really nasty start. So, yeah, Didn't we yeah there's that? a lot of judgment in the world today that just doesn't need to be there. Yes. Um, unless, um, you know, it's just used to keep us at one another's throat. Yeah. Okay. So, let in order to keep us on time, Penny, um, have you finished those lists that you she were going did. through? She you did. Okay. So, let me. Let me just by way of drawing to a conclusion here about our discussion on evolution, I did take a few notes and I'd like to just see if I have summarized everything correctly. And that was that the population of Earth must step back 
and look at the whole. And we were talking about unity in that way, but also about individuality. And you stressed the importance of discernment. Yep. You did say that, um, oh gosh, I can't read my own writing. Oh yeah, <laughs> but to hold the paradox of life. Oh yeah. Interesting point, yeah. Yeah, hold yeah. the paradox of life. And then you also mentioned about recognizing diversity as the key to survival. Yep. I love that. I thought that was marvelous. And then you also went on to say that the key to existence is consciousness. And evolving is our contribution to the collective. My God, some of these statements are very profound indeed. Um, you also then spoke in detail about the micronova and climate change and all that kind of thing. And you said that it is proceeding lockstep with conscious evolution. That is true. And, yeah. And we yeah. must connect our consciousness with all the elements like the earth, air, fire, water, and so on. And then you said that the expansion of consciousness is happening to allow for spiritual growth. And that ETs, we had an interesting discussion about ETs, and that ETs are watching the people who can be a bridge to consciousness. I thought that was interesting too, and it explained a lot. Well, that was interesting she said that because experience, one experience I had, I think I ever shared here a while ago, was that I had an ET experience where they told me that I was part of the rainbow bridge is what they called it. Wow. So that was yeah, that was my. You that said that I'm like, okay, that was well. That's yeah. after I started learning to do psychic surgery. Right there, that you can. Do <laughs> yeah. And the last thing you said was, you must uh, expand your willingness to learn new things, and I yeah. thought that was a wonderful, a wonderful way on which to finish, especially when we're talking about evolution, because evolution, by its very name and nature, is about new things and a new yeah. circumstances and new a new way of being and so we must be willing we must be willing right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we have to otherwise we're just going to end up with the same old uh stuff that, that we have now the same old mess yeah. Um, yeah everything you are everything you feel is projected into the future and if you just have this set of ABC and you project that and it results in what we have now, yeah. then um, you're going to project that again. If yeah. you have X, Y, Z and you project that, that's going to be something new. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, I just want to say to you before we go, Penny, that we have viewers and listeners on our podcast, on YouTube channels and various other avenues that absolutely love what you say and what you do and what you demonstrate in the world. Thank you. Where so, did you. They call for a reading. Where did you hear about me? Penny Kelly. Penny Where Kelly, yeah. <laughs> We'd love to have you on again at some point in time so we can schedule okay. that. But just to say you that- want to talk about ETs? <laughs> right. Who knows? Yes. And Gail's like, oh yeah, we need to talk. Yes. <laughs> she would say yes. I want to talk about who were the old beings in these rocks. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, wow, well, yeah. Okay. Do you but let's know? Leave that wait, 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 no, one second. Let's leave that for I saw her time. do this. <laughs> she knows something. Tell me, Jenny. Ah, uh, you. Uh, okay. No, save it for next time. Next time. Uh, right. What are you doing next week? <laughs> okay. I got to teach next week. I'm teaching Intuition Five. Oh dear. Okay. okay. Couple Mark, weeks after look, that. 
couple of okay, weeks. Okay, we'll schedule it. Yeah. It's been okay. an absolute blessing, Penny, as always. And we oh, look forward you. immensely to speaking with you again soon and and to that conscious evolution. And um, let's, let's, let's demonstrate our willingness by having you back on again to learn more. So until the next time, I want to say thank you so much. We really appreciate you and your wisdom and your knowledge and your we sharing. Do. And, and thank you to Angel Rose and from myself, Ahanu. So until next time, blessings and bye-bye. Thank right. you. Thank you so much. Love you both. Love you too. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> All right. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.